0: What's up, guys? We're uh, we were we were talking about this for a while over the past week or so because Dave was posting his videos and talking about everything that was going down with um with uh, the future for Nintendo and how there's me two announcements and we started we have been talking about it on and off on podcasts, right, guys? I mean we've been doing this for a while now, I think. Yeah, like we we, we always bring up Dave's uh, uh video well, his set of videos that he's doing because he was he was doing a good job really building anticipation for it. And then out of, out, of, out of nowhere, Sony does this announcement where it was like, uh, oh, we're gonna have this stream, like randomly, it was this really weird one, it's like three weeks away, it's really early to announce it. And then I put it up on Twitter and then Dave pretty much points it out and it appears that that is where everything's going down. He changed the thumbnail on his video and it seems that it's Sony that's gonna be making this big announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course we all go, well, what would really, because remember Dave's like, it, it'll, it's gonna make Nintendo fans mad at first, and then oh. Nintendo's going to have their announcements. So what's the one thing that would make Nintendo fans mad that Sony could do is announce a more powerful handheld or a more powerful hybrid system mm-hmm. it is what I my feeling was. And it seems like everybody has that same feeling after I started posting it everywhere and messaging people about it. Everyone kind of, like, thought about it and was like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that that would be the case. I mean, is that I, – I assume that's just what we all think now across the board for the most part.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, it was even kind of reconfirmed to me because, you know, there's that uh, that big Chinese leaker, uh, Daniel Ahmed, and he tweets out all sorts of like uh, real heavy yeah. in- analytical, analytical data. And he had like clearly caught wind of it a long time ago. And he jokingly just posted a picture that said Vita 2. And it had these two disconnectable uh, uh, switch controllers, basically. And he posted that and as a joke. He retweeted it today. So clearly he was just
0: basically being like, huh? Well, yeah. Welcome to the future. <laughs> it, it seems like that's the case. So is that – all right, so here's where it gets interesting. If if um, Sony does that and puts out something that's similar to the Switch, let's say it is like a handheld, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it has detachable controllers. First of all, people are going to be annoyed because it looks like they're copying them, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, where, where else – I mean, Evan, is that – that's like the uh, – I mean, all right. So, so Sony copies people. We, we see it. You know, But yeah. all the companies copy off each other a little bit as well. I mean, we see the analog stick from the Nintendo 64. Sony slaps two on their PlayStation controller, right?
2: Well, it's uh, always a trick. When a design is good, why would you try to veer too far away from it? Because, I mean, you go away from that, and everyone hates it. What was the point? It's Everyone's become comfortable with it, and yeah. everyone seems to agree that it was a good build for the Switch.
0: Yeah, I mean, Evan, do you remember when the Wii remotes came out? Like the Wii, and we used it, we are like, this is all right. But then the Move controllers came out, and we were like, wow, these are... These are, like, way better when it came to responsiveness, but you need yeah, the camera yep. and everything. It seemed like they took the Wii Remote and they were like, let's see if we can innovate or – we're well, not innovate, but make it better yeah. kind of thing. Or, or remember,
1: man, these these achievement things are, are scientifically proven to make people play games longer and increase replay value. We should come out with trophies.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> it's um, – it's interesting the way they work with that, but it, it's it's not like it's new, right? We see Rumble from the, the Nintendo 64, and then, of course, Sony adopts it. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's just the way it's been, where you're going to copy off other people. I did post that picture that I've had for a while, because I, I posted it of uh, the Sony executive, uh, Shuhi, Shuhi
3: Yoshida. Yoshida yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, where he was actually at the Switch event. I remember I had that a while ago, and I was like, what's he doing there? And, um, He's sitting there taking pictures with his cell phone, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, now it's starting to make more and more sense. At this point, it's um, it seems like Sony had something kind of. Uh kind of in the wings and they were like, well, let's go look and see what they're doing. Cause that patent did come out a little after that, I believe, or was well, it was
1: te- it a there? Te- technically a long way before it, that patent uh, says that work began in 2015. And then that got posted. The patent originally was leaked in like uh, January. So like two months before we really saw the switch, but definitely close enough that it's
0: kind of weird to be like, Oh wow. Uh, everybody was kind of working on that same thing at the same time. Yeah. So that's, um, it's interesting. I mean, the Vita did not do well. I like the Vita. It was a cool system, mm-hmm. but it didn't do really well, right? I think most of us understand that. Yeah. yeah, we found that
2: they were focusing so much on the gimmicks that they were looking yeah, at with yeah. the touch functions and all that, that they yeah. lost the gameplay behind it, so...
1: Yeah, I love the Vita, and even I have to say, I hate the games that forced the back-touch functionality, because they're really, like, I think one of the Killzone games, you tap it to throw a grenade, and there'd be times where I'm literally in a firefight, I'm like, please God!
2: Yeah, the Uncharted <laughs> one, it was they had the touch functions for cover. You use the back to, like, climb faster up things. And, and really
1: attack. Remember, you'd run up and you'd actually and, swipe yeah. the screen and he'd punch. And it was like, is that, is that necessary? Yeah. Right, just
0: let me hit the buttons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they seem to get a little out of control with that. But overall, I mean, it's like Sony forgot about the Vita, but then a lot of other companies did not. We start to see a lot of, like, Japanese RPGs go to it. And they still buy it. Five to 6,000 usually a week in Japan. So it's still Mm -hmm. kind of alive in Japan, strangely, you know, but it's a handheld. So it's going to be alive.
1: so, So what some people have been saying to me is it seems like this announcement is very purposely planned because if you actually look at the Vita sales, they've been very steady in Japan for a long time and they're just now dipping. And so it seems like they're very purposely being like, okay, we've had this other device built, fully tested and ready to rock. Let's drop the Vita 2 or whatever it's
0: called. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the other thing. What are they gonna call it? Because they no way do they do they keep the, the Vita name. I don't think they can do anything no, like that. They have not. to change the name completely. Yeah and it's the, it's the Wii you it's the curse of the bad name. Exactly. And they also would have to change their uh their memory storage. No way can they go proprietary, right? They have to go S D H C micro S D card. The thing we use mm-hmm. in the Switch and everything else in our life right now. You can't mm-hmm. You can't give us a memory card that costs 50 bucks and expect us to buy it, and it provides, what, 32 gigabytes?
1: Yeah. Um, I think, I 100% believe that it's going to be called PlayStation uh, Go. 100% think it's going to be called that, because they've tried to walk that name out a couple times, and that uh, this seems like it's finally time where they can just really be like, this is the PlayStation Go. You play it, super powerful device on the go. PS
0: Go? Yep, <laughs> I, I, I will put heavy money on the fact that it'll be called PS Go. Yes, go. I, you know, I can see that it has a nice little ring to it. But um, here's the: Do you think it'll be a hybrid, or you think it'll be just a straight up uh, uh, handheld? Uh, my, okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a
1: hybrid in that it will play PS4 games, but I fully believe that this is going to be a on-the-go console. I, I'll okay. put all my money on that, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm betting on black.
0: Do you do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll use cartridges, or it'll be a download only? Download only. So, uh,
1: so from looking at the schematics and really spending all morning pouring over all the notes and getting them translated as best I could, uh, the fact that it has an HDMI out and a special USB port in, it really makes me think that it's going to have a thing where you can like transfer a license from your PS4. Like PS4 is becoming such a digital system. I fully think that this thing is going to be built to play like uh, digital PS1 games, digital PS2 classics, and then like
0: uh, digital PS4 games. I 100% think that's what this is going to be. Oh, we have a, uh, someone else who joined in a little later. It's uh, Jesse from Game Over Jesse. How you doing,
3: man? Great. Thanks for uh, the invite. I was a little bit elated getting back to you. Whenever I seen the live stream was being set up.
0: Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we're talking about the the possibility of this of this uh, PlayStation handheld that that's been kind of making the rounds ever since. It uh, it seemed like I don't want to say it got decoded, but Dave's message seemed to come through with that with that announcement of that stream. From Sony. So, the third company or the company that they were talking about other than Nintendo seems to be Sony. And most of us are kind of connecting the dots, thinking that it's some new hardware that probably released a handheld. Is that is that kind of where you are, or are you thinking
3: something else? I think for a long time I've been expecting Sony to kind of work on another prototype at least. I know uh, Shuhei Yoshida mentioned that they did work on some prototypes during interviews and stuff. But they said that they were moving from, instead of having handhelds and a home console and VR, they were dropping handheld for the VR. Mm -hmm. And they were kind of putting all their effort into the VR. But with the success that Nintendo has had with the Switch, I think Sony sees that and is like, hey, this thing is selling as the most powerful handheld console there is. What if we put out one?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, probably probably really. You're honest on they probably really easy to uh, convince a board of directors that mm-hmm. you should take that chance when the
3: competition is doing so well in Japan. Right. Yeah. What comes to my mind is, at first, whenever the Wii came out and it had its motion controls gimmick that everybody was talking about, it didn't really seem like PlayStation or Xbox was really interested in that. They wanted like a solid controller you could play with. But then once the Wii started selling outrageously, everybody wanted one, everyone's grandmother, grandfather, uncle, whoever wanted one, PlayStation was like, oh, there's something here. Maybe we should do our own. And then the PlayStation Move came out that had its own uh, motion control. Mm-hmm. So maybe with the success of the Switch, the same things happened where PlayStation looked at uh, Nintendo once again is like, hey, this is actually a genius idea. Well, so. we have uh, we
0: have a question in the super chat, real quick. They're asking, uh, "This is Haru Tingetsu Teng- ninety one. Couldn't they do Xperia integration with a new portable, making cross play easier with a four G four G connection?" I think they're referring to the uh, the phone, obviously the Xperia Play, um, and uh, I guess trying to take advantage of the four G network that's kind of mostly around the world now. I think uh, it'd be interesting because, of course, we got three G with the Vita, and yeah, and I don't remember, know. But...
2: You remember the booze of that crowd when yeah. they. But
0: that. what if it was? Un- yeah. What if it's unlocked when it comes out? You know, what if it's not tied to AT and T that made people throw chairs onto the stage?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I,
0: <laughs> I think that could be good.
1: I I actually used uh, the Vita's Vita's functionality a lot, and uh, it wasn't the fastest internet, but it certainly. I actually played uh, some online shooters on there. I played Killzone and
0: stuff, and I got a lot of freaking headshots. So clearly, the lag wasn't that bad. So well, here's my here's my real question. Um. Let's say it comes out, and it's a hybrid, right? It can plug into the TV, and you take it on the go. It's essentially what the Switch is, right? Mm -hmm. But Sony labels it as their handheld device. It's not their home console. It's their handheld. But Nintendo is labeling it as their console, like their home console. By Sony coming out, though, the company that it has technically is bigger in the gaming scene right now with more consoles, with the PS4, and labeling it a handheld, do you... Do you assume at that point that, well, as much as Nintendo wants to tell us it's a home console, people are just going to view it as their handheld straight up then because Sony views it as a handheld. Uh,
3: yeah, The uh, sorry, you go first.
1: I was going to say, yeah, I, well, I think, uh, strangely, I think a lot of the world does still view the Switch as a handheld. I'm not sure what marketing, Nintendo's marketing always shifts. Sometimes it's the new home console, sometimes it's through new handheld, but... From all the language I see talked about online, I think more people do see it as this super powerful handheld. So, if Sony comes out with a thing that's the most powerful handheld in the world with the the PS Go, then I, I think they're going to change their marketing and be like, "Oh, uh, this is this is just a, a home console. This is a Nintendo home console."
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's um... what were you saying, Jesse? I was going to say the. It's interesting that Nintendo is marketing this as mainly a home console because if you follow the trends of past generations, the newer uh, current generation handheld console has typically always been somewhere between the last gen of the home console and the newer gen. So it's like the PSP was somewhere between the... PS1 and the PS2. The PlayStation Vita was between the PS2 and PS3. So if you look at the Nintendo Switch in that same category, it's closer to what a modern day handheld device would be. It wouldn't be closer to what you would expect from an actual home console. It would fall in line with what just an average on-the-go gaming handheld device would be so it's interesting that nintendo's marketing it as a home console which i know that the wii u was failing and that's why they're doing that and they still have the 3ds for their uh on the go mobile players but i just see that it's interesting that they've fallen into this step to where their home console is now on par with another company's potential on the go handheld
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and as a small correction, and only because I'm obsessed with the PSP, the PSP was actually slightly more powerful than a PS2, and okay. the, uh, the Vita was actually intended to be slightly more powerful than a PS3. They even actually were referring to it as the, the new Uncharted machine in their ads. So, if they continue that trend, this could theoretically, like, if it if it follows that pattern, which there's no evidence that it wouldn't, uh, this could just be about as powerful, if not slightly more powerful, than a PS4,
0: which is crazy to think. Well, my only, yeah. my only concern with that is I, I've been looking at mobile chips the past couple of days just to see what they could do to, to get there, and it would be extremely difficult to get it there and have manageable battery power now. Yeah. The, the Vita, though, provided a pretty good Uncharted experience, right? And that's yeah. not a very powerful system anymore. The, the Switch is, like, way more powerful than the Vita. Um, but there are things that uh, Sony could do to get a handheld close to the PS4 depending on what they're willing to sacrifice on the system. That, that's what's going to come down to. If there is no detachable controller for example, they could save money there because Joy-Cons cost Nintendo quite a bit of money to make. Mm-hmm. They could save money there if there's no detachable controllers and they could save money by not even making it a hybrid just a handheld mm-hmm. and they could put, I've been doing some research, the, the most powerful chip I think they get a hold of and put in is still the same company that they used in the past with the vita for example they could go to power vr that's the same chipsets that go into high-end uh apple ipads and they could actually get one that was announced in march by the way it's not even on the market right now there's a power vr chip that is uh announced in march and is about three times as powerful as the switches x1 right now
1: we'll see and i 100 percent think that, like beat for beat i think that's what it's going to be i don't think it's going to I don't think that's going to have con- disconnectable controllers, because I've really examined the uh, the blueprints extremely closely. And the notes actually specifically say that a primary function of it is going to be uh, the vibration of the controllers. That's supposed to be like a big perk of the machine. So that also makes me think it's not going to have a disk drive because if it's shaking, that would cause skips. So I think that this is going to be a digital only
0: uh, uh all in one device. Sure. We got a uh, another, another super chat from Pablo. PS4 sales in Japan aren't spectacular after two years of release. If you compare the original Wii sales, the Switch sales should alarm them. I think they absolutely are, and I honestly think... That's why we will probably see a handheld from Sony, because if anything, it'll make people go to the store and choose. Do I want the Switch or do I want the uh, the, the PlayStation Go, you know, the PS Go, whatever you want to call it? Um, then they have to decide. It's not just a straight up, well, I'm getting the Switch because it's the most powerful handheld and uh, it has, you know, I don't know, the third-party games like FIFA on it, right? I, I, don't, I don't know if they'd buy that out there, but... Uh, it, it, it's it gives people choice it takes up market share essentially because there are sony fans over there right now that have to buy a switch because there's no other handheld there that's that powerful mm-hmm. we'll see
1: yeah.
0: I, I thought that some that people kind of forget is like
1: playstation 4 is still killing it in in europe and it's really really killing it in uh in america that's where like the 60 million people like live that have bought one but uh in countries where uh, mobile gaming is a lot, lot bigger, like freaking France, like almost every single person in the world who's a gamer in France owns a Switch right now. Same in Japan. Like, everybody who can get a Switch gets a Switch. So if you suddenly be like, check out the Vita 5, all of a sudden they're going to be like, <laughs> I
0: have another, another uh, super chat from uh, KuroTingetsu again, 91. Uh, maybe Sony could have an Xperia handheld and adopt Samsung's approach to VR, making a portable VR that works with the PlayStation 4 and... The camera, that is something they could do. You're talking about like a headset where they you drop it in, like kind of like the gear, um, where you have that headset, and then it would use the camera and the PS4, um, or just the camera, I guess. Although, believe it or not, Snapdragon is actually working in some technology, which they could actually pull from them, that would allow you to not need any kind of tracking device with your VR, which is interesting. Uh, I do think Sony would want to implement VR quickly into their handheld, though. Oh, yeah. Maybe I, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know I, sony is really uh they've been doing several interviews recently specifically about their vr and uh greg miller of kind of funny straight a straight up asked him is psvr dead already and they're like no like we already have another like 15 projects and the guy like right there on the spot listed off like another five big pushes they're doing for vr so even though i can't foresee them
0: putting it on a handheld it definitely makes sense it, it's it's interesting to to think that, with how dominant Sony has been in the um, in the gaming division, they would be essentially entering an uphill battle here, going into the handheld market again. Because Nintendo has, by and large, owned the handheld market, mostly because they have something like Pokemon, for example. I I really think if Nintendo did not have Pokemon readily available for handhelds, they would have had a much harder time. But I mean, if you have Pokemon and it's coming to the Switch, uh, Sony. I'm not sure how easily it's going to be for Sony to enter the market and actually do well compared yeah. to the Switch.
3: I, I want to say that if there is a handheld coming from Sony on par with the Switch, in a, like there's the pros and cons because Nintendo would then have a direct competitor that was equally as powerful or possibly even more powerful, but... In the long run, I would imagine that anyone who's interested in a Switch would eventually get one anyways. And in terms of third parties being kind of hesitant to develop for just the Switch or make a lower version of a game for the Switch, maybe if Sony has their console out and then Nintendo has the Switch out, and they see that, hey, there's two platforms, potentially twice as many copies could be sold because we're now not only selling to the Nintendo fans or those who just picked it up to game on the go. Now we can also sell to the PlayStation fans. and I think that would be enough to get those third parties that are hesitant to bring over some of the games. So that's just a thought that I had.
0: This is interesting. This is another super chat from uh McChaos. If they implement a flawless streaming system from PS4 to a potential PS Go like Rainway has demonstrated, it may compete. Stream over Wi-Fi anywhere. I think they're they're essentially asking if they would um if they could incorporate a way for you to stream easily from the PS4 pretty much anywhere, much like how Rainway. Because Rainway, I can tell you, I talked to to, um, to Andrew. Rainway already been greenlit for the PS4 and the Xbox one. It's it's already done. Mm-hmm. Um, the Switch is the one that he's waiting for. But it, is, that, is that something that you guys would think would really add that kind of functionality? I mean, think about being able to go anywhere, stream over the internet, and you, even if you can't play PS4 games natively, Um, You have the option of just basically signing in, your PS4 turns on from rest mode, and then all of a sudden you are playing Uncharted Lost Legacy uh, with relatively, I guess, not the best picture quality and lag, but, you know, decent.
3: Yeah, wouldn't this be, uh, sorry, really quickly though, wouldn't this just be an an advanced version of remote play? Mm-hmm. that's what i would assume it's
0: like a next generation version of it
1: yeah but i mean a lot
3: of people forget that the
1: remote play on the vita was actually extremely good in fact there are still videos that i just found a video this morning while i was doing research of this guy who was uh, literally getting a playstation 4 controller and he just rubber banded a vita on top and he put the vita on remote play and synced his controller and just using the wi-fi of it he was literally like at his office and playing his ps4 like 20 miles away, flawlessly, and he's playing first-person shooters and Skyrim Enhanced Edition portably. So it shows that technology does exist, granted in in its primitive form right now. But if they release an updated version of that, I think that could be extremely good because you know, I think yeah. a huge portion of the gamers, a giant portion of gamers, is people who have office jobs and people who have access to like daily Wi-Fi. It's people who are even if you're working at Target, you can tap into like Target uh, Wi-Fi on your break and get a little bit farther in. Uh, Last of Us 2. That is a huge selling point.
0: Yeah, believe it or really not, I've actually, um, I actually use the, uh, the remote play on my PC, believe it mm-hmm. or not, a lot. I actually play my PS4 on my PC more than I think I play my PS4 at times, so I play it upstairs. <laughs>
3: I was going to say, uh, what you just mentioned about the remote play in first-person shooters, when Destiny first came out on PlayStation 4, uh, because I never really had time to sit in front of the TV and play mm-hmm. most of the time spent playing Destiny, because I also had to walk around and uh, watch after my daughter because I couldn't be glued to the TV, had to kind of follow her around. So it would be me sitting at the kitchen table or upstairs or wherever away from my PlayStation 4 still playing Destiny on the PlayStation Vita. And as you were saying, it was uh, a very decent experience. Uh, They mapped some of the L2 and R2 buttons to some of the back of the touch pads. You could use the touchscreen as uh, some of the other buttons that were missing from the Vita, but it was, Like, I actually got used to it to where when I went back to play it on the actual PlayStation 4, I had to relearn how to play it on actual controllers because the experience was so great. But this was over local Wi-Fi, so not sure how amazing it would be, like, over 30, 40 miles or something. Dude, so, uh, uh, no joke,
1: uh, I have a video somewhere, and it's of me when... uh, Final Fantasy 14 first came out on the PlayStation 4, like, I got it the opening weekend, and I just got my Vita, like, two weeks before, and so I wanted to test it out, and so I actually filmed myself playing Final Fantasy 14 on the PS4, remote play on a Vita, and I literally filmed it in my closet, of me, like, running a dungeon flawlessly, and, like, playing, all the- and it's just one of those things where it's like, this is it, this is the future. I can't read the text, because it's literally two pixels tall, but I assume they're
0: telling me I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> so well, there's there was... another. Uh, oh, there's another super chat from Marvin. I just want to grab these before the bar little bar runs out. Yeah, yeah. Marvin uh, Ginyard. So couldn't. Oh, he okay. So he's jumping ahead to Nintendo's major announcement. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Saying so could Nintendo's major announcement potentially be a powerful home only device that works in conjunction with the switch. Kind of like a Wii U 2.0, um, without, without spoiling everything that I'm about to say down the later on. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, what were you saying? Go ahead. We'll, we'll come back to you Marvin on that when we actually get to that topic.
3: Oh, are you talking to me?
0: Oh uh, yeah. yeah you were t- I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. you.
3: Yeah. I, I was going to say with, um, with PlayStation's big push on the Vita, uh <laughs> Well, really, it wasn't. It didn't last that long. But I remember yeah. <laughs> uh, this coming from interviews from kind of funny Greg Miller, which you mentioned earlier, whenever there would be E3 or PSX or something, and they would be interviewing someone from PlayStation, whether it was Shuhei or the lead developer on a game, and they would say, OK, uh, this is obviously coming to PlayStation 4, but will it also be coming to the Vita? And their answer was with remote play, every game yeah. is playable on the Vita. And I thought it was kind of a, a weird cop out because it is, but it's not as great of an experience as it would be if it was designed specifically for it. Mm-hmm. And going back to uh, with competing with the Nintendo Switch with this new handheld, PlayStation released their PS TV or whatever it was, where you could have the, the Vita TV where it would just plug into the TV, and then they had the actual console to take on the go. So they had a console that could be played on both the TV and on the go. It was just two separate versions of that one console. So whatever they're coming out with next, if they do, I think it would be a no-brainer for it to combine those two. Because didn't the original Vita have a way on the bottom for developers to plug it into a monitor? Uh, y- yes, uh, but th- nobody was allowed to photograph that. There's no pictures that
1: exist of it, but there were Vitas that were made fully functional for developers that had HDMI out.
0: Yes. Um, so, so. We, that's what we're thinking. We're thinking they'll probably have some kind of powerful system. Another place they can really take advantage of over Nintendo here is definitely the screen. I think I think Sony could put a really nice looking 1080p, maybe even 1440p screen on it, um, depending on the hardware inside of it as well. So I, while the, the Switch screen looks great, I can see Sony really trying to take advantage of jumping ahead of something like that.
3: Yeah, um, it, it would be amazing if they just threw away the whole concept of their proprietary SD cards yeah. and used actual SD cards because I think that's what stopped a lot of people from buying. I, Vita, I, have, a, I got, have a feeling they learned their lesson. <laughs> yeah. Even though the Vita got relatively cheap, the price of the memory cards never really went down. So while you were looking at it being like, oh, I could buy a used Vita or a new Vita for $80, 100 $150. You look at the price of the memory cards and you're like, oh, I have to pay half the price of the Vita just to right. get a D card. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, good. Good luck finding like a 64 gig card for right? anything <laughs> less than like 70 bucks or something.
1: Right. It's crazy. At, at, at one point, I actually had to sell my Vita to pay a power
0: bill once, and
1: I took my memory card out. It was like I could afford another one of these. I can't afford another one of these. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: so let's. Um. All right. So we talked about Sony's thing, and I'm we'll with this. Uh, according to Dave, there are two announcements coming. There is one that is from another company that was unnamed. We figured it out. It's Sony probably handheld by the way i will be streaming it so if you have your little alarm bells uh alarm bell thing down there next to my name uh, i'll be streaming it maybe i'll have some other people there with me it's going to be at 3 a.m my time though so unless they change it it's going to be very late Uh, or early i guess that'd be early uh but they will have a they will have an english stream which i will be doing but we're going to do that and according to dave there is a nintendo announcement that's gonna be later on in the year that is almost gonna be like a counter, I guess. So Sony's announcement is gonna be big, according to Dave, it's gonna be a bombshell, which we think is handheld. But then Nintendo is gonna drop something that's just as big later on this year to almost counter it. Now, you figure if Sony is able to release a more powerful handheld system, essentially doing a handheld device better than Nintendo, you almost figure Nintendo would then target one of Sony's two areas of expertise right now, which is either VR, or the home console. That, those are my thoughts. Or there's some big acquisition that everyone's missing right now. Um, I would have to assume that they would enter. I know they're calling the Switch their their uh, home console. But I could see them building a, a very powerful home-only system just to compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could also see them going the way of VR. We, we found VR code in the Switch's operating system this, just this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's if there's one company I've set up before that could enter VR and bring the mainstream with them, it's Nintendo simply because of the characters they have. And they would probably approach VR from an ease of, of, of entry point, like a low price or just an easy way to use it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I I could see either a... Because I've seen rumors of both, of either a super powerful like uh, new version of the Switch that does not have portability. It is just something you put into the TV. But I also have seen rumors that I also pretty much believe, which is us getting a uh, Switch Mini. I actually believe the Switch Mini announcement more. But I don't think we'd be getting that this early.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it would probably be I, – I figured it would be in like October, maybe November. Mm-hmm. Some, whatever they're going to announce, I'm thinking it's somewhere in there. Um, I, I Maybe it is too early for another – Another system, like a home one. But do you think it's too early for something like VR? I, I Personally, yes.
1: Especially going into the, the holiday season. So your first holiday, everybody talks about the importance of a first holiday. Is going in there and proving not just to fans, not just for the moms and pops buying it, but to the game developers of, like, you had to beat your chest and be like, look how much Skyrim sold, even though it's old and ridiculously out of date. We still sold 10 million copies. And so I feel like if you're also like, but don't pay attention to Skyrim VR, you want Skyrim on the Switch, which also has VR. Like, I feel like that's going to confuse people.
0: Yeah, but what if um someone just made a really good point in the chat? What if Nintendo goes out looking for a company that that does VR, like someone said HTC Vive, I don't think they'd be able to uh, get that, but maybe there's a lesser known company that does just VR, and what if Nintendo went out, and that was their big announcement, was a big acquisition of a big VR firm.
3: That would actually make perfect sense if they did do that, because when they went into the mobile gaming territory, they went after DNA and partnered with them, so if they did the same thing, and instead of starting up their own developers to make these mobile games, if they went to a VR company and partnered with them, traded certain percentage of stock to them to acquire a certain parts so they could develop, like, they have the really cool VR Mario Kart game that's already out. So That's, that's a big like one. I that. think it
0: would be awesome if they brought it over, by the way. Evan and I are really hoping that this arcade that's opening up near us, the big arcade, it's like two-story arcade, is uh, going to have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys can watch me play that like a moron. <laughs> like, the, We'll take a camera there and everything. Um, Evan, you were just at a LAN party, right?
2: Yeah, just one with friends. How,
0: how long was that LAN party?
2: It's like four days, five days.
0: And how, how many times did that VR headset get broken out?
2: <laughs> None.
0: Okay. <laughs> you guys didn't play a rousing game of, uh, of Skyrim VR? <laughs> but solo,
2: nah. We got to play nah, stuff that's... together, man.
0: You guys can do that together. <laughs> uh, this is from... Oh, it's, it's Kuru get to you, you're just gonna make me try to pronounce that name every time. Uh, are the announcements at Paris or uh PSX Play- PlayStation Experience? Um, it's uh, it's in Japan. It's actually this is what caught us all off guard, and I think this is why Dave felt the need to basically come out and say, Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, it's a pre Tokyo game show stream, mm-hmm. and they do announce stuff at these. We've seen it before, um, so it's not uncommon to have this, but it's not common either. For them to announce it three weeks in advance. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: So, and, and what a lot of people are already saying, a lot of the big analysis people are basically saying, like, over the last couple of years, Sony has more and more taken over Tokyo Game Show. Like they've become like the main pillar that everybody else builds their shows around. Like everyone follows their lead. If they're gonna show like Metal Gear Survive, like which they debuted at that, I think, like everybody kind of follows their lead. So I think they could be setting this up as being like, Look,
0: guys, we're gonna bring out our big guns, you bring your big guns. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting. That's September nineteenth though. Uh That'd be 3 a.m., like I said, my time, Eastern. So you'll see it pop up, hopefully. Some of you guys in the chat said you didn't see the live stream notification pop up for this one. But uh, hopefully, although if you're just joining us, I'm just going to post this on the channel, this entire video, so you can catch back up with it later if you'd like. Um, it's up to you. But uh, I think um, I think we're good then. So we, we, we have a feeling Sony is going to have a handheld at the september 19th presser and then nintendo will in some way counter whether it's an acquisition of a company that can help them with something like vr maybe even developing a game or there i guess there's the possibility of nintendo introducing some kind of new system or a uh, supplemental compute device for their switch i don't really know how easy it'd be for the switch to do vr anyway they would probably need something extra because i know the playstation move comes with or i'm sorry the uh psvr comes with a little box that i know helps it along
1: yeah the booster box yeah
0: yeah, so that's possible that Nintendo could do something like a booster box kind of thing to help it along. Um, it's going to be interesting, though. But uh, that, thanks guys for joining us. Let me go around here. Uh, Jesse, where can they find you, man?
3: Me at youtube.com slash Jesse on Twitter. Everything's Game Over Jesse. Basically just talking everything Zelda, Nintendo, uh, a little bit of similar stuff that you see on Spawnwave's channel, but uh, more into theories and discussions, stuff like that
2: very cool evan you got your your channel stuff right yeah i'll just drop it in chat Okay, that, cool. twitter instagram all that or you can just keep watching spawn wave hopefully i can Someone get some said more raid
0: cnd is cnd actually streaming right now hold on is he actually streaming right now? oh he is streaming he probably has a bunch of people watching him though i don't think it would actually work he has a lot of people you guys should go watch him though he's a cool dude um uh and uh oh um and max where can they find you dude
1: uh, just YouTube.com slash DreamcastGuy. I just put up my own video on my thoughts uh, about the specs and possible use of the PS4 Pro or PS4 on the go, as I'm calling it. Uh, so go check that out. I also have a Top 10 Thursday. It'll be out uh, Thursday afternoon. I'm going to be talking about the Xbox 360 this week. So YouTube.com slash DreamcastGuy.
0: The Xbox 360, oh, cool.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to do, I feel like that's such a great library of games that a lot of people overlook, so I'm doing the best Xbox 360
0: games you probably haven't heard about. And I got some real obscure good ones on there. Dude, you get, like, a bunch of people in um, a live stream and everyone wants to go raid somebody. Do you see that in the chat? It's it's true, it's true. Let's go raid someone. All right, uh, yeah, you guys should all go to CND's uh, live stream and just... I don't know what, what's something funny they can you, say when they get there. Just say
1: spawn, 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 spawn. Oh spawn, yeah, spawn. just
0: fill the chat with spawn. How about that? That way he gets, he'll get seven hundred more people there, and everyone can just heal spawn. That's fine. Thanks, guys, uh, for watching. Like I said, we'll um, we will uh, we'll keep um, we'll keep this video up for you. Oh, here I'll post the, I'll post the link for you guys too. Is like I guess he's a cool dude, so I'll post it there for you. Uh, just for fun. There you go. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'll leave this video up, and you guys can go back and watch it when you have a chance. Tomorrow, though, we will do the pre-show for the Nindies, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, leading into the Nindies at 1 p.m. Eastern, then post-show with Evan and I after that. Should be fun. Thanks, guys, for watching, and we will see you next time.